of course, no industry is perfect, but it gave me insight into the inner workings of what that looked like. And it was that moment where I quit my job, started caregiving and wanted to just go and see kind of the inner workings of senior living itself. Okay. Um, Nice. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, worked at a community in Parker, Colorado for a little bit and got my hands dirty, which was great. And I still keep in touch with some people from out there and love them. This is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, and you're reached here at the Serving Senior Podcast. Now, this is the podcast where we highlight those exceptional people that are helping seniors not just get by, not just survive, but actually thrive in their retirement. And today we have another one of those special guests. We have Miss Jordan Nielsen. Now, she's the Community Relations Director at the Morning Point of Brentwood. And they take care of people, either whether it's assisted living or memory care. And she's just a shining light in our industry. And I've had several people recommend that she be here. Uh, and we're so glad to have her on here. So, Miss Jordan, thank you for being here today. Thanks so much for having me, Matt. I'm really looking forward to it today. Yes, yes. So we look forward to hearing about you and what you do. But uh, I just want to say thanks for being here. You know, the different groups and meetings that we're a part of, you always bring the energy and always uh, are there to help people, which I always, always commend. So thank you so much for doing what you do. Of course, I love what I do. So yep. it's an easy thing. Well, we we can tell. Yep, we can tell. So, well, if it's okay, um, not everybody knows you and your background, maybe could you share with the listeners, you know, where you're from, how you got into the senior industry, you know, maybe your journey to get here today would be great. Definitely. It has been a journey and one I would have never thought that I would land where I landed okay. today. So um, long story short, I started in my professional career wanting to be a physical therapist, which is nice. not where I've landed, Okay, but it has been a beautiful thing that's kind of helped bring certain pieces to what I do today. Nice. Um, so post that I landed in a sales and marketing role for a home health company in Arizona, which kind of got me rocking a little bit closer into the senior world. We're at in Arizona. Uh, Sun City West was where most of my territory was okay. working with orthopedic surgeons, specifically post surgery, and then would do house visits and love on my people, make sure their home health was going well, um, and make sure they were graduating and doing great afterwards. So that was a blast. Okay. Um, post that, uh, I had my grandmother going through a handful of things and she was living in Denver, Colorado, and that's actually where my family's from originally. So okay. At the time that she was going through all of those things, our family was doing kind of a rotation of sorts Mm. of, hey, this family member go out for a week, love on her, take care of her. And I was in that rotation and kind of just came to a point where I said, why don't I just move? Mm. Um, Didn't have anything tie me down. I've loved Denver for a long time. And so I did. And that gave me a lot of insight into what she was going through. Okay, Um, She would have, you know, She'd break a hip and then fall um, and then go through the process of surgery to rehab, to respite, to all these things to get her back on track. 
Um, and I just had a few experiences in that, that basically shone the light on, of course, no industry is perfect, but right. it gave me insight into the inner workings of what that looked like. And it was that moment where I quit my job, started caregiving and wanted to just go and see kind of the inner workings of senior living itself. Oh, okay. Um, nice. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, worked at a community in Parker, Colorado for a little bit and got my hands dirty, which was great. And I still keep in touch with some people from out there and love them. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I moved my way out to Tennessee because of a previous job as well and dove deep into senior living. I adore it. And it's all because of my grandmother that I am where I am today and why I love on the people the way I love on them. Because my whole goal with all of this is if I can make some kind of difference somewhere in this industry, I want to do it. And so mm. I transitioned into full-time senior living and couldn't imagine anything else. Wow. That's a great story. That's so cool. Well, yeah. I, wish, I wish everyone... Uh... I would I almost use the word attacked, but you probably shouldn't use the word attacked and love in the same <laughs> sentence. So I wish everyone went about their job like that. You know, the world would be a little bit better place. But yeah, all you can do is your part and you're doing great at it. So that's exactly. well, yeah, thank thanks you. For sharing that. That's thank pretty, you. pretty cool. So and then um was this the uh first role that you had with Morning Point of Brentwood, or was this have you kind of uh, morphed into what you're doing today? No, it is the only role I've held with Morning Point of Brentwood okay. for a good reason. I This building has been here now. It'll be 11 years in October. Um, and we have just amazing people in here, whether that be residents, of course, when mm -hmm. here, but yeah. also our staff is fantastic. Like we are very, very blessed in this building to have tenured staff that have been here for, we celebrated a handful of 10 year anniversaries this year. Our maintenance director just celebrated his nine year anniversary. Like oh, there's so child. many cool pieces and stories of people that work here that make our lives that much easier because it's such a team mentality anyways. Um, and it makes my job easier because I actually believe in what I'm selling um, yeah. and that the product that we are providing is great. So it just makes my life that much easier and makes my love for this job that much more. Wow. That's great. Well, uh, I guess maybe fill in some, um, some details, like what, what do you do on a daily basis? What's your role mostly? What do you do exactly? Um, to quote Forrest Gump every day is like a box of chocolates. Um, that's, you that's never awesome. know what you're going to get. Um, but I kind of sum up my job in two major categories, one being external business development. So okay. some of those things that we were talking about earlier in um, meetings that we get to attend to get to know other people in the industry, um, to building referral sources so that they know who we are, why we're here, what we do. Um, so that one category of external business development. And then my other major category is the families that I work with. So helping them kind of hold the hand through the process of if Morning Point really is the right fit, what the difference is between a skilled nursing facility and an assisted living, where are those state regulations and what's the difference? Why am I talking to you versus another company down the road? Um, and just helping them understand why Morning Point is Morning Point and what the differences are. Um, and hopefully that leads them to finding home here. So those are kind of my two major categories of what I do. Okay. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Which uh, do you have one that you prefer over the other? Which I guess which chocolate do you like the best? Ooh, like it's both? a tough one, which is kind of funny, Matt, because I am a natural born introvert. 
Like if you would have told my parents at 12 years old that I was going to be doing this, they would have probably laughed at you because <laughs> they hated everything to do with human interaction. Okay. Um, like I didn't even want to call the pizza place when we were ordering pizza for dinner, well, okay. but they made me. And now I think them, um, but I would have to say it'd be relationships. I think that family side of the dynamic of like, oh my goodness, my mom's in rehab and they just told me we're getting discharged on Friday. And now all of a sudden, like all these overwhelming emotions are happening and I get to be the calming voice that says, you're okay. Like, here's what needs to happen. Here's what you need to know about what this world is. Um, and it's, there's just something about the relationships that get built that selfishly bring me purpose and make me feel like I'm doing my job right by not only my company, but also by who I am as a human and my morals and um, my love for other people. Um, so I think that will win out always. External business development has a similar aspect because I love this market and I think we do well of loving on each other externally and sharing the love. It's not always, you know, get out of my way, but mm -hmm. relationships with our families, I think went out all the time. Yeah, man, that's great. When you said the Forrest Gump, I couldn't, I, I couldn't decide if you're going to talk about uh, shrimp burgers or shrimp pizza or shrimp. I mean, we could have gone a lot of ways. Chocolate. You went chocolate. I, get I did. It. I did. I'm a chocolate girl. I don't like seafood. So I'm going to steer that way. Every there time. you go. No, that's awesome. Well, good points. Well, maybe fill me in Jordan. Cause they're, you know, you're, you guys aren't the only facility in town. You're not the only one no. that, that does this. So I, I always like to ask, maybe fill me in on your superpowers. Like what are, what are some qualities about you that maybe separate you from the competition and allow you to, to stand out in a crowded industry? Well, thank you for asking that question. Cause that is very true. It is what I call the double-edged sword of our area, because there are so many competitors, which is a beautiful thing, but also what makes you stand out, just like you said. And I think I've talked a little bit about, of course, our staff is fantastic, but I'm sure a lot of places can say that. Right. Um, what I really see as being our huge benefit is the family feel in our building. Um, one, sizing-wise, we max at 73 units with both memory care and assisted under one roof all one level, no stairs, no elevators. I always tell my people, if you can't find it, keep turning. Because <laughs> you'll get there. And if yep. you don't get there, we'll find you. There's always eyes uh, yep. going on okay. on what's happening. So a lot of that sizing wise, kind of the feel overall of our building, um, it's a family in here. We know everyone that walks in that door. And if we don't, we're going to come introduce ourselves and make sure you're finding where you need to find. Mm. Um, and the residents care about each other. It's so sweet. And I love watching it. It's one of those things that not only of course staff were here to make their lives better and love on them and care about them, but they also love each other and they want to make sure Billy made it down for lunch or, that, awesome. you know, so-and-so yeah. made it to their favorite part of the day, which is our scenic drive. Like there they are checking in on each other yep. at the same time as we are. And oh, there's just so something cool. to be said about the love that is in this building. And I think people feel it when they're here. Um, and it's just a, it's a beautiful thing. So there are lots that's, of things that set us apart, but I think the biggest that just makes my heart happy. Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. Maybe could you give us some examples of how you guys help, you know, maybe on the uh, assisted living side, 
you know, maybe a couple things that you may do like everyone or maybe do differently. And then also not everyone may know what memory care is. So maybe you can share how that works. Yeah, of course. I'll start on the assisted living side. Um, our life in assisted living, I think there's a lot of misnomers on both sides of things. Um, but when I talk about like state regulations and kind of what we do, um, a lot of what we're doing throughout the day is helping them with their day-to-day things. Think of when you wake up in the morning and go to bed at night, what do you do all in between that to take care of yourself? What does that look like? Um, and I think kind of one of the things that is beautiful about our world is the fact that we are smaller and can maybe help with some of those people that might be kind of on the borderline of almost needing memory care, which we'll talk about in a second, Okay, aren't quite ready. Gotcha. Um, and so having a smaller size right next to what is our memory care helps kind of adjust their world and we can kind of help redirect and make sure things are happening the way they need to happen and allowing them to thrive in that environment while they still can. Um, and maybe one day they'll transition over to our memory care. But there's a lot of our events that are commingled too. Um, so people maintain relationships across lines, if you will, they're still life to live. And I think that's a lot of the fun stuff too, is seeing that mix of people loving on each other and still having those friendships and enjoying each other in that. So that's been something that's pretty cool. Um, And one thing just overall, not even necessarily in the difference between assisted and memory care that I didn't mention previously, it's just um, our building has such a cool religious undertone, I think is how I would put it. Really? Okay. Um, So it's one thing that really sets us apart from, I think, a lot of our competitors and how that's such a focus in our building. So a lot of our activities, you'll see um, local churches coming in to do church services. We do daily devotionals every day. We do hymn sings and like just so much centered around a relationship with God. And so there's a lot of draw for a lot of our people for that in specific and just how we kind of work in our world, um, which I think is a lot kind of ties back as well to how people love on each other here. Mm -hmm. Um, It just has a different feel. So that's kind of a part of our world as a whole. Um, And then memory care, right? Um, Wanted to talk a little bit about what that difference is. I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that there's quote unquote more care in a memory care. Um, what we do between the two, like we talked about with when you get up in the morning and go to bed at night, what all do you do in the middle of that? You know, whether it be using the restroom, taking a shower, eating your meal, like all these things throughout your day, it's the same on both sides. I think one of the biggest differences you'll see that I tell families all the time, the biggest benefit is structure and routine. Having that set structure of saying, okay, meal times are here. We do an exercise. We do hydration and snack time and a bathroom break and all these things kind of just built into how we function versus the assisted living side. That's a little more free reign of like, yes, come, we're doing activities here. I'm going to help you with these things throughout your day, but less this set time, this part of our routine happens like this to give them that familiarity um, and simplify kind of what life looks like. Of course, still giving them the autonomy of making their decision, but giving them some structure and familiarity to kind of help, um, you know, like with hydration, help avoid UTIs, 
or the bathroom break, help everybody involved in that process that we're not okay. having sense or things like that. So yeah, just a little version of that. There's a lot I could talk about, about memory care. So it's a something that's near and dear to me and, you know, my relationship with Cheryl. So yeah. that's been a huge part of my life, um, mainly in just what I've seen in the industry as a whole. Um, so I could chat about that all day long that's and so love cool. what Morning Point does with it. But yeah. That's good. Well, do you have any, maybe a, a story or two about, you know, someone that came in at either side or maybe one of both that weren't doing that well and uh, how they were just kind of getting by and then how your guys facility and the love and, and the encouragement has really helped them, you know, really thrive. At yes. I have a handful of those stories and they're some of my favorites and it's why I do what I do and why I am where I am because mm -hmm. there are countless stories in this building in specific um, that has just been such a joy to even be a part of. Um, I won't name any names, but I'll give you the yeah, story sure. of, um, we had an individual move into us probably about maybe two years ago or so, um, who had just gone through a pretty significant personal loss, um, and came in not really having much will to keep going. Um, not really wanting to get up or go do things or be involved. It was just kind of which understandable there's a lot going on plus the move, which is huge emotionally without the personal loss that she was going okay. through. Um, and just to see the progress and transition into now being a part of several activities that we're doing, you know, being the, the charge on the one dressing up for our hoot nanny or, you know, like there's just so many different things that have happened over her time with us that she has just blossomed into this absolutely beautiful woman. And I know she was before, but if you would have seen her on like week one, when she was here versus where she's come, oh my goodness. It is one of my favorite things to witness, whether it be her or the several other residents that I could talk to you about. Um, it's just such an amazing thing to witness. And I'm very, very blessed to be able to do so. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we met, I met quite a few people that, you know, their, their whole thing was I got to stay in my house and stay in my house. And even if they were around, maybe even living with the kids, but mm -hmm. it wasn't their people, right? It was, right. they were different. They were running around, they were stuck in the house. Then they, they didn't know they were lonely. And then they go to a place like yours and, and it doesn't take very long before. I mean, you can only play, you know, a few things of bingo and of, hang out with the people and watch shows together so many times and not have fun. Right. Right. It's true. Enjoying it. Not the amount of times I've heard people say, gosh, I should have done this sooner. Right. It's so funny to me, like not funny, but you know, like, yeah, it's just one of those things. that's like, yep. That's why we do what we do. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah that's so cool. Well, maybe share too with folks. Is there any um, resources that, you know, what you've seen and because of what you do and being around the senior world for so long, any resources that you recommend to people or things you share with people that you've seen really have a big difference in their, uh, in their life and then their journey, their senior journey? Yeah, that's a great question. There's a handful. And I think um, it's dependent on the situation in a lot of ways, but it's people like yourself and others that we know will take care of each other well. So even if say, I'm not the answer, I know there are these three people to contact, but, um, I think my biggest push for a lot of people is find a support group okay. you are not alone in what you're going through. Yep. 
Um, so find a sport group, whether it be through Alzheimer's Tennessee or wherever it might be, local churches have them as well, but find your people. Um, that's a huge one. Um, what else would I say? Um, I always want to plug to veteran benefits because I can't even tell you how many people don't know that they're out there and that they can have them if they've earned them. So look into it. Um, and there's several resources around, um, but yeah, there's, I mean, there's so many, and we are so blessed in this County to have so many resources. Um, but a lot is all centered around talk, talk to people, get to know who's around you. Don't be afraid to ask a question. I think that's a huge thing too, is people are like, Oh, I have such a dumb question. Mm-hmm. No question is dumb. I promise you. Yeah. Like I am happy to guide you to wherever you need to go. I'm happy to be the resource, even if it's not morning point that's the answer maybe you do need a skilled location happy to be that um but i think it's all about communicating and asking questions yeah makes sense well i know you you throw your heart into your job and and your uh and your residence but you also really do that with alzheimer's tennessee so maybe share uh, we've had we've had uh, cheryl on here but maybe share why that really hits your hits home with you and why you've really thrown a lot of extra you know, volunteer time and after hours and things that you do just yeah. to make sure that organization grows. I'd of love to hear why it's important to you. Of course. Um, Alzheimer's Tennessee has been just such a huge impact to start overall with my families that are in here, um, in our building, whether it be current residents, past residents, families that simply have toured and haven't made that decision yet. They've just been a huge impact in what they do. And I've never worked with a nonprofit that is so hands-on and like boots on the ground. I can give them their number and they are picking up and talking to them like now uh, when they need it. And that's so foreign, I think, for a lot of people too that are in that world. They get that mm, focus of like, everything's wrong. I'm the only person that's ever gone through this. And I'm like, no, no, please call. Um But from personal experience, I haven't had anything, you know, like family wise that's happened with it, Mm -hmm. but I've experienced so much of it in the industry. So, um, I always talked a little bit about my career and even before what I had mentioned, I had done a little bit of, um, caregiving like college time. Uh, and that was really when I had my eyes open to the world of dementia and Alzheimer's and, Uh, what that looked like. And there was one specific gentleman that I was a caretaker for, um, that just, I will never forget him. He's the sweetest gentleman and would just sing hymns. That was like, what was his calming part of his day? Like he would start to kind of get a little anxiety, which understandable and would start to sing hymns to himself and to me. And it just made his day and mine. And Mm so there were just multiple experiences through caretaking times, through working in this industry of just getting to know families that are going through it and kind of witnessing that loss before the loss. Um, And it was part of my mantra in a way of, I just want to be helpful in whatever way I can, because I've witnessed so much of that, uh, the hardship that is, but also the beauty that is too. And I think that's one thing that it can get a little fuzzy sometimes for our families. And I want to help remind them that the good times are still there and to enjoy them while you can. And um, I know it gets hard and it's crazy, but there are people like 
Alzheimer's Tennessee and Cheryl out there that want to be your support and that want to love you through this. And it's just been a huge impact, like I said, for our families. And so it's just something that I have drawn near to because of just what they do. It's something that's very, very special to me and to everybody that's impacted by them. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. And you don't stop there. I know that you, you also have an event coming up um, that seniors, seniors got talents. So I'd love to, Matt, hear- I thought you'd never ask. I'd love to hear about that. Uh, so this year is our fifth annual seniors got talent. And let me tell you the first time I ever experienced it. Well, before I ever experienced it, I was like, I don't know what this is. Like, right. Yeah, take it, maybe leave it. Right. Not right. Sure. I don't know, but I'm going, I'm supporting, I'm here. But now the fire is behind me. Like, oh my gosh, I love this event. So every year, this year, let's just say that this year is our fifth annual Seniors Got Talent, where seniors from all across Middle Tennessee doesn't have to be a Morning Point resident. They audition for a talent show, basically. Think of it like um, America's Got Talent, but it's the senior version. Um, so we had a ton of auditions and I'm so excited for this year's show. So we'll take about 10 or so and they perform at the Franklin Theater. So this year it's on October 17th at 7 p.m. Tickets are currently on sale. You can go to um, the Morning Point Foundation website or to the Franklin Theater website, but all the proceeds go to our Morning Point Foundation, which they are huge. They are, um, they give scholarships to local colleges for nurses, for caregiver support stuff, or we just started doing scholarships for social workers, which is huge too. So there's lots of movement and things happening with what's going on with our Morning Point Foundation, but all of the proceeds of the Seniors Got Talent goes to that. Um, And we're just so thrilled. They, our seniors have the time of their lives and it's so much fun um, just to see them shine and light up as they're performing and showing us their talents. So it's a blast. And I cannot wait for this year. That's so cool. Well, I mean, that's amazing. I've heard great things about it. And my family, and I look forward to going this year. Yeah, we're excited to share it with you. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I mean, I mean, they finally caught up, right? They have the senior, they have the senior bachelor now. I think they have the, the golden yeah. bachelor. Yeah. They do not. Yep. It's coming out. So now you're catching up with you guys. You guys have been doing it for five years. They're finally coming around. Oh my gosh. I love that. It's the new. That's too funny. Yep. It's the new thing. Well, that's awesome. Now, and you said they go to the, they can either go to the Franklin uh, theater website or go to your website. Yeah. The morning point foundation website. It's different from like our buildings website. Yeah. Either one. Uh, that's awesome. That sounds good. Well, anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you, you'd like to share or anything mm-hmm. people would like to know about you? I mean, I'm talking about, do we have a, uh, have a bucket list vacation you'd like to share anything on your bucket list? Ooh, it's I on have your- so many bucket list places I want to go. I've been blessed to travel a few places, but that was back before my professional career really started. Cause I just dove in hard and never looked back. Um, But I think a lot for me, I want to just simply backpack Europe and like just go see it all because I have yet to ever go to Europe. Croatia is high on my list in there. Um, My dad is from like the Basque countries in between Spain and France. So I really want to go check that out. 
Um, there's lots of things over there and their transportation system works wonders for being able to see a handful of things in a short yeah. period of time. So that's definitely on my bucket list. That's really cool. That's awesome. Well, please tell, uh, share with the audience maybe where your um, facility is located, kind yeah. of the area, area a lot of people come from. And if they'd like to learn more about you and your facility, how would they get in touch with you? Awesome. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate that. So Morning Point of Brentwood, we are located on Wilson Pike and Moore's Lane, um, just next to Journey Church. So you'll okay. find us on the east side of the street. Uh, if y'all want information, want to chat, need resources, I am happy to be your girl. Um, our phone number here is 615-285-3455. Or you can also reach me at my email, which is the word Brentwood dash CRD, like community relations director at morningpoint.com. And I would love to be a resource for y'all. Gotcha. Well, thank you for spending time with us. Thank you for sharing. Thanks for having me, Matt. Yeah. And thank you for what you do for our seniors. You know, they've, I like to say that they've earned a great retirement. Unfortunately, they don't always get it though, because it takes people like you to give it to them. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yep. And thank you all for listening. Um, This is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, where we specialize in retirement mortgage solutions. And you listen to the Serving Seniors podcast, and we're lucky to have Ms. Jordan on here. And she's another one of those people that really highlight and uh, put the shining uh, stars on those people that are really, really working hard in the senior industry to make sure our seniors not just survive and not just get by, but thrive in their retirement. So thank you for listening. We'll catch up with you soon. Bye now. Now, that was an awesome podcast. And as you can see why we picked Jordan to be on um, the Serving Senior Podcast, because she definitely needed the spotlight on her because she does an amazing job serving seniors. Her energy, her enthusiasm, her excitement, her passion for what she does was just awesome. So, so glad that she's on here and so glad we're able to spotlight her and her heart for serving seniors. And just wanted to let you know, that's what we do at One Trust Home Loans with our Retirement Mortgage Solutions we have a heart for serving seniors. Our loan programs and loan products, we're all designed to help seniors not just get by, not just survive, but thrive their retirement by giving access to some of their home equity. I like to say we allow them to use their house to stay in the house, all while still owning the house. So we have options that allow them to use some of the equity in their home to be able to pay for services they need as a senior and not have to have more month than money, but to actually have money and cash to get in-home care, have people to help them, those type of things, all while leaving um, substantial amounts of equity in the home. And even if anything ever happens to them, equity that they can still pass on to their family members, but they're not having to be tight and strapped during retirement. So if we can do anything to help you or any of your clients or seniors with those options, please let us know. We're always willing to educate and help and serve. But thanks for listening to this podcast. Please subscribe um, to the YouTube page as well as the podcast channel. We want to make sure that you're hearing from other great people just like Jordan um, that's out there serving seniors at such a high level. Thanks again. Have a great, great day. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, home of Retirement Mortgage Solutions. And we really do appreciate you checking out the Serving Seniors podcast today. Now, please go to the description down in the body uh, of the podcast where you can subscribe to get future shows. Please click that notification button so you get notified when other shows drop. And also, if you can go to servingseniorspodcast.com, and we'd love to hear a comment about our show. We have a heart to serve 
seniors and we have a heart to make sure seniors don't just survive retirement, don't just get by in retirement. We want to show seniors how to thrive in retirement. So if you know of anyone that's 55 and older that could use some extra cash flow, maybe the retirement's not going the way that they like. Our retirement mortgage solutions are designed for folks, depending on the state, they're either 55 or 62 and older to make sure that they have that kind of retirement that they want. As long as they own a home and they're in a good equity position, there could be some solutions that they may not have thought about, or maybe they've thought of and they just didn't know how they work. That's what we do. So anyone in that age group that could use some mortgage advice, my team and I would love to be able to help them. Thanks again and look forward to seeing you on the next show. Have a great day.